Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by MM Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. On this episode of the podcast, host Bill Hodges is joined once again by Joe Battle, director of the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa, Florida. The director of the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital has been a frequent guest on Veterans Corner Radio since its inception four years ago. Joe's transparent management style has allowed for almost all of the top managers at that facility to come on to Veterans Corner Radio and share information with our listeners. But beyond that transparency, he has established a culture of competency at the hospital that most of us have never seen before. Continue listening to hear him share the wisdom he has gleaned for 38 years with the VHA and how the implementation of that knowledge has created a workforce dedicated to serving veterans. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I've said this before about this gentleman when he's come on, but he is among my most favorite guests. I have with me Mr. Joe Battle, I want to say doctor, because you just accomplished so many things, who is the director of the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital, one of the top hospitals in the world. And Director Battle, it's just a wonderful thing to have you on the show again with me. Well, thank you, Bill. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. One of the things you taught me in the very beginning was that I should call you Joe, but that's kind of hard for me to do, at least from the beginning. But now, I kind of feel like we, and I suspect many of our vets, have come to feel like we're friends. Absolutely. You know, you can call me Joe anytime. <laughs> In fact, I like to tell people I'm just your average Joe. So, <laughs> No, I, I, I taught management, and we'll talk about that in DOD for many, many years. And you're not the average Joe, believe me. <laughs> well, thank you. With- You've been with the VA now for 38 years. Your career's coming to a close on this part of your life. That's right. But I suspect that there are many things in your background and in your thinking that are probably going to be taking you into new directions and maybe even extending on a lot of the old directions. Think about that. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about what you're going to share with us as far as things in the future. But when I first met you five years ago, I had a television show in Tampa and still do called Spotlight on Government. And I had tried for years to get the director of the James A. Haley Hospital to come on with me. And I'm a proponent of the VA. I told them, you know, I love the VA. You guys have been great to me, but I couldn't get that person out of their office. But when I heard you came on board, I talked with the PIO people. They said, let us ask. 
And your first response was, yes, when can we do it? Yeah, that's right. I feel like it's our responsibility. We're a government organization and we should be part of the community. So absolutely. I've never seen such transparency in any organization. I've never asked for any one of your people to come on the air. They've said, well, no, we don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, we try to be open and as transparent as possible, Bill. And, you know, we like telling people what we do. You know, we're here on Bruce B. Downs in Tampa, and we're one of the bigger hospitals in the VA system. And we're also one of the five polytrauma centers uh, of the VA. So we take care of um, very severely wounded uh, war fighters in different conflicts that we have. And we do a lot of active duty military here uh, because of that. And we have active duty in-house inpatient and hundreds more in an outpatient setting at any given time. So we support DOD in a great way. And not to mention all the clinics you've dropped the hammer on and built in your five years. We have, uh, you know, we have either built new or in the process of building new every uh, clinic site that we have in the catchment area. We added uh, Lacanto a couple of years ago Uh, And we're getting a project online for them, but all the rest of them are awarded and under construction in some form or another. Let's go back to 38 years ago when you first started with the VA. Did you expect this to be a career? You know, Bill, to be honest, I did not. You know, to be, you know, I'm an engineer by trade and the VA hired me as a project engineer. And I didn't even know what an engineer in the hospital did. So, you know, I I started out pretty dumb coming in, but I quickly learned to, you know, that the job that we do at the VA is a calling. It's a passion. You have to be a caregiver at heart, no matter what job you do. And uh, that's how I've led my life with the VA for the last 38 years. It's It's been a great run. It's the best job I've ever had or ever will have. And uh, taking care of our nation's heroes is a privilege. And I've been humbled to do it. You've worked in a variety of cities. Is that not correct? Yeah. Yep. I've I've moved around some. I, I started at the VA in Dublin, Georgia, out in the middle of the country there. In fact, that hospital was surrounded by cotton fields on three sides when I went to work there. <laughs> didn't uh, ask you to know, pick any, though. Yeah, No, well, I didn't, but my parents did uh, when they were younger. But All right. uh, I'm from Alabama originally. But anyway, had a good time there for a couple of years uh, doing construction projects. Uh, I actually unboxed the very first computer that hospital ever had and turned it on and set wow. it up in, in 1983 when I started, but did that and uh, then went to Indianapolis, Indiana, and I was the assistant chief and chief engineer there for 18 and a half years, stayed there a long time, totally uh, doubled the size of that hospital, totally rebuilt it while I was there, did some things there, and then in 2003, I uh, went to Dayton, Ohio as an associate director, first time. Doing that. Yeah, yeah. Had a good affiliation with Wright-Patterson Air Force Base there. Enjoyed that time for about three years. And then I moved to Florida and went to start up the Orlando VA Medical Center. I was the very first associate director that hospital had. 
and we went there in 2006 and in October of that year became an operating entity of the VA and uh, I was the lead executive on the design of that new hospital and you know we designed it we saw it about halfway through construction and, and also had to start up a new hospital operation from scratch there in uh, the Orlando East Central Florida area. And uh, I'll be honest with you, that's probably the hardest work I've ever done in my life because there's no handbook for that. But it, it was very rewarding to, to do that. You know, you, you have mentioned we several times. And let's talk a little bit about your family because I know you're very proud of your family and you've yeah. had a supportive wife going along with you all this way. Yeah, my wife is Margaret and, you know, we've been married 41 years uh, and she has put up with me and moved around with me. And I will be honest, she has sacrificed a lot for what I do with VA, but, you know, uh, we saw it as our duty and, and it's our way to contribute to society and happy to do so. I have two grown kids, very proud of them. Uh, I have a daughter, Chloe, who's lives in Orlando now, and she uh, runs uh, pregnancy centers uh, there in Orlando. And my son uh, is an engineer, kind of sort of followed my footsteps. He's smarter than me, but he works for SpaceX and he builds spacecraft. You said he uh, wants to go to Mars? He wants to go to Mars. Yeah. He wants to be a colonist on Mars. So wow. happen one day. We'll see. What do you think sets, and I know you, it's going to be hard for you to answer this, but I taught management and DOD and government agencies for almost 30 years and everything I ever taught you do. What do you think was the thing that brought this to you, this management style that you have? Well, you know, that's a good question, Bill. I, you know, uh, I don't know that it's any one thing. I guess I was raised to treat people the way you want to be treated. And, you know, if you tell somebody you're going to do something, be sincere about it. And I've tried to live my life that way and, and try to lead that way. I try to be a servant leader, you know, and when you're running an organization, you're never any better than, than the, uh, the weakest link in your chain. And, uh, so, you know, I, I just try to lead by, by being me and trying to keep it real and, and be honest about things and transparent about things as I can. And um, it seems to work for me, you know, maybe having a Southern drawl and being a little folksy <laughs> doesn't hurt either. But No, uh, it doesn't. But, you know, that's how I try to roll. I, and no matter when you see me, no matter when you talk to me, that's the way it's going to be. It doesn't ever change. So I think People knowing, you know, that that you're consistent and, you know, I like to show people that, you know, I, I don't mind showing some vulnerability, you know, and being vulnerable. People like to know that, that you're a human being like everybody else. So that's really kind of it. Not more complicated than that for me. Several examples that I can give, personal examples that I've seen is, you know, you've got that one long glass hallway between the trauma center or the uh, the area over there in the main hospital. Yeah. And many times I will go there and park and then walk down that hallway. The last time I did that was of a morning. 
34 people spoke to me going down that hallway, all in scrubs and things of that nature. Good morning. How are you? Is there anything I can do for you? All the way down that hallway. I can remember a time when I could have walked down that hallway and nobody would have paid attention to me. It's a big difference in what I see today over what I remember seeing six, seven, eight years ago. And I don't know whether that's all over the VA or just what you've brought to it. But I also had a guy come to me and tell me, he said, you know, I was sitting in a waiting room. This guy walked up to me and asked me if I was being taken care of. And I said, well, yeah, I guess, you know, he said, well, I'm the director here. And if you need anything, you let me know. And he was amazed. He said, I've never seen a director walk in the floor. And I've had people that work there. And there's, there's a big difference. One of my clients used to be IRS. And getting an IRS agent to say, I work for IRS, you had to have your knee in their back and your hand around their throat. But the people at your hospital are proud to be part of the VA, even though the press beats them up. Well, you know, Bill, we are proud of what we do. I would never sit here and say we're perfect, but we're always striving to be perfect. But, you know, we're proud of what we do because we care. And the people that work here, we try to hire people who have a passion for taking care of veterans. You know, you can be a caregiver and, and I consider everybody that works here to be a caregiver, no matter what job you hold. And I think if you have a caregiver's heart and a caregiver's mind, then you're going to speak to people and ask them how they're doing and what they want and are their needs being met. And the thing is, that's an expectation. That's not a desire or a hope. That's what we, we expect people to do. When that doesn't happen, we'll try to do something about it, you know. I've heard you mention wisdom before. Running, we're running out of time. Yeah. But wisdom is important to you. How do you define it or how do you use it? Well, thank you, Bill. You know, I, I try to teach people and talk to them about practicing wisdom. You know, when you're making decisions and you're dealing with issues, you know, we got lots of smart people that work here because most of them have masters and doctorates and whatnot. We got tons of smart people, but I need wise people making good decisions to help veterans. And, you know, when we're practicing wisdom, are we thinking about the second, third, fourth order of effect? Are we look, thinking about unintended consequences? Are we thinking about how this affects the veteran? You know, and so when we start thinking like that, well, then we can start anticipating and seeing, foreseeing ahead what's going to happen and do things to make it better or to avoid something from happening. So it makes us a better organization. So I try to teach people to do that. Well, you've done it. You really have across the line. We've run out of time. And I can't put you on the spot now and say, what's Joe Battle going to do next? Because I know you can't sit home. But I don't have time to put you on the spot for that. But is there any one last thing you'd like to share with our audience? Bill, thank you. Yes, I, I would just like to say it has been an honor and a privilege to service the director of the Haley, James A. Haley, hospital and clinics. The staff here overall is fantastic and great. They care about what they do. You know, we love our veterans and we want to take care of them. And uh, please, everybody, if you haven't got that COVID shot vaccine, go get it. The new variant is really nasty. So please do that. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today has been Director Joe Battle. 
and I won't get to say that very often anymore, the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital, a man who I admire, and I can't tell you how many people have come to me and have said that same thing, Joe. So thank you so much for being on the show with me. Thank you, Bill. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell you so, so often, because you are, you know. We'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.